Social media is on uproar because of the new movie Cuties that was released on Netflix. And rightfully so. When I saw the trailer and seeing those 11 you all. 11-year-old girls dance provocatively. I was just like, oh, this ain't for me. And I had to shut it down. But it piqued my interest. The director made such a bold statement by putting that on screen. And I had to figure out the reason why. So my sister and I watched the director's breakdown. And she's a Senegalese woman, a black woman, who wanted to compare and contrast the two different cultures she grew up in, her Muslim faith and also her French Western background. She wanted to highlight worlds in the Muslim faith that obviously amplify women that don't put them down and lower their roles in society. She also wanted to explore how young adolescents since female interpret um, sexual women's sexuality on social media and how the the responses are and how they gain fame from it and use that as a way to interpret what femininity means to them. She also wanted to make a point to show that women or Western women can still be oppressed, even with the glorification of um, being more independent with their bodies and taking over that sexualization that men usually opposed on us. And at the same time, even at the end at the movie, I still haven't watched it. I don't think I can get over the over like sexualized part. But at the end of the movie, the main character decides that she can choose. She doesn't have to be an over over sexualized representation of what womanhood is. And she doesn't have to completely conform to the Muslim faith where she never felt like she belonged in. And she made a point where she said that this was her story put on screen and she put her love, her passion. And even at one point in the director's breakdown, you see that she cried. It really sucks that, you know, she had a vision to put out her life story in this media, in a movie. But at the same time with society and how we react to things off of the bat, it wasn't the best choice. My sister had even mentioned it will be probably better to do like a documentary because she had mentioned that she was inspired by this group of young girls who actually dance like the girls seen in the movie. And she said, if you did like a documentary style where you follow them around, but you didn't show completely what they were dancing like, then obviously the reception would have been way better. But I have to commend her once again, because when you're a creator, it's always going to be a gamble to put your work out there because you can't control how people will perceive it. We all come with our own experiences and mostly with a story that holds so close to her. I know that the hate that she was receiving right now is obviously going to do some damage to her psyche, but I hope she can use this experience to learn and come back again with her beautiful love story of her life and show in a way that we can all watch as a society. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 20th episode of Alternative Talk. 
podcast. Woo, 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 woo. We here. We are finally here. It took me more than a year. Ooh, that rhyme. It took me more than a year to get here. And I'm just so happy to finally be here. We at the 20th episode. And once again, as I said on my social media, I really wanted to do something special. And that was to pick from your submissions of what song I should talk about with Alternative Talks. And I did a live. None of y'all know getting I did a live and I drew out Strawberry Swings that was submitted by my friend Lika. So thank you once again for that submission. I cannot wait to grow more as a podcast, as a podcaster, to learn more, be more confident and just to refine it so it could be the best experience for all of us. And that being said, since I love drawing things out of a hat, I really liked how um, I got to interact with you guys. So... Now, I declare on this day, every 10 episodes, I will have a draw where you can submit the songs that I will be talking about for the next alternative talks. But enough of me rambling. Let's get into the podcast. So I said earlier, this week's song is Strawberry Swings by Frank Ocean. It's a cover by... This original song done by Coplay that was released in 2008, but Frank Ocean's version was released on February 16th, 2011, with the full album Nostalgia, Comma Ultra, which is a very fitting with this song and its overall motive and theme. So it was produced by Rick Simpson, John Hopkins, Brian Eno, and written by Frank Ocean. We recognize that sense of longing and yearning found in Frank Ocean's voice as he bellows out how much he will miss or as he reminisces on his past experiences while this catastrophe is surrounding him and how he goes through all of those emotions and thoughts at the same time. He also uses tactics where he will stop in the middle of a lyric and end with a comma. And I feel like that builds up potential energy where we as listeners were on a cliffhanger and we're pulled in into that yearning and longing that he pours into the song. But before we know it, we hear that common ringing sound we do every morning. We hear a little rustling and then we assume Frank Ocean is waking up to start the day from the dream that he was having. But before we are suddenly awoken from this dream, we can draw connections and understand how Frank Ocean views his past experiences in relation to how he's stepping into the future. And just like music, we can draw the same connections through our dreams. We can find connections between things we think about constantly and what appears in our dreams. And with understanding those themes and messages that are constantly appearing, we can understand its full effect in our life. 
In the case of Frank Ocean and Strawberry Swings, it could be a metaphor for his childhood. And the fact that the world is ending around him could be that he's coming to terms that he's leaving this part of him behind. But the fact that he did not take a spaceship and fly away from Earth as it's ending could be that he's fully coming to terms with this moment and he's understanding the love that he received and just reminiscing in how it has helped him grow. During the time where Nostalgia, Ultra was released, he was signed with Def Jams, but of course there was label issues with having his music produced and he ended up releasing this full entire album on Tumblr. He then went to Twitter and as tweetings go, he went on a rant on how Of course, as a young man, he signed this label thinking that they're going to do all that they can to make sure his career thrives, but it was the opposite, actually. Frank Ocean, as a child, could have idealized music label brands because he's seen what they have done for other artists. But now being in their position and it's having the total opposite effect of what he had, he has to learn to let go of that aspect and that idealization he had. That was a main part of his childhood and wanting to be an artist. And at 23, there's just so much things that you have have to start letting go as you step into quote-unquote adulthood and yes I can attest for this being 22 and it's really hard to let go of certain things like you want to hold on to the mushy gushy feelings that it gives you but once again as I said in my previous podcast in pothole like that's are some of the reasons why you can get stuck in the position that you're in and one thing I like about how Frank Ocean takes it he does it as, as a way of reminiscing but not missing It's also very important to look at the different time zones, asking when is this taking place and where is this taking place because it shows or sheds a light on the dreamer sense of self in these areas. In the song, Frank Ocean says, I'm still kicking, I'm still dreaming on a strawberry swing. When you look at that um, morpheme ing, it's present tense that leads you into the future. So you can interpret that as Frank Ocean talking about his dreams and how even though it's taking place in the past, he's going to take that memories, that ambition and push it into the future. Frank Ocean does not stay in the past. He takes the lessons that he's learned and his ambition and he pushes that and takes that towards the future. That is why it's important to analyze language used in dreams because it can reveal motives and solutions that our mind brain has already worked out without our primary conscious taking notice of. And not only does our mind brain create solutions for topics that we've been constantly thinking about, but it can also bend our reality as well to help make connections on how we feel. 
And majority of dreams, they follow the natural laws of physics where gravity is applied on us, we're walking on the ground and we're not flying over the place. But in some occasions, it doesn't follow that same theories or common sense. For example, in my dreams, I often think that I am a ninja and I can fly off a cliff and land on my feet gracefully like a cat. But of course, in reality, that is not true. So the question poses, how does the mind brain overcome those common life situations? And in the case of Frank Ocean with him on the strawberry swings, as the world is ending, which he has never experienced that before, how do you feel calm in such an unfamiliar event? The only explanation is that the mind brain itself has come to terms with this transitional period that's happening in your life where in the song you can clearly see that there's no anxiety there's just a meaningful understanding to say that I grown from the situation thank you I have loved and I've learned and even though I'm here I'm and this is happening I can peacefully say goodbye. In life, we're going to go through multiple transitional periods where we're going to feel apprehensive about what will become of us in the future. And I believe in those moments, we can always look back at ourselves for examples of how we've overcome so many different stages in our life. Just like, take for example, schooling. We go from elementary school, middle school, to high school, to university, and then adult life. Throughout those times, we all probably feel apprehensive about moving on, but we can take our overcomes over our victories and apply that to the future, even though in the moment we may feel nervous, filled with anxiety in the corner of our mind, we can still keep those past memories and use them as a guidepost. So in our dreams where we're not constantly bombarded by thoughts that we experience when we're awake. We can relax and let our mind brain do the talking and recognize that in the hidden parts of our mind where we forget about our overcomings and our achievements, it can shine forward and remind us of the confidence that we had to do so much things in our life. And with that, I say my little selectas, keep dreaming, keep dreaming. And with that, we conclude the 20th episode of Alternative Talks. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you everyone who listen to this podcast once and always i was your host selecta sarah and once again and always i had such an amazing time speaking to you guys behind this blue mic i hope you all continue to dream in your dreams of fortunes and prosperity <laughs> goodbye guys enjoy your day